Maya Angelou once wrote, I don't trust people who don't love themselves and then tell me, I love you. There's an African saying, which is, be careful when a naked person offers you a shirt. <laughs> Today, we explore the anatomy of trust with Dr. Brene Brown. This she is, is so gonna be, good. She's going to be here in studio. No, she's not. Surprise! No, she's not. I'm a liar. No. But she lives in Houston. She does. We would be like very happy if she popped in. Hey, let's I make this a formal, a formal <laughs> in, invitation invite, to Brene. Yeah. Come on, girl. Let's go. We can have Homie? you in, in the home studio. <laughs> And you'll be welcomed. See that? <laughs> That's you'll right. be welcomed. Welcomed. So we're excited, everybody. We're going to talk about trust, and it's from one of Dr. Brown's videos that you can actually get for free. Yeah. So we are going to have the link on this podcast episode page, and so you can watch her whole thing on your own. And then my distraction of the day. So I'm just curious. Are you aware that we have a gigantic anniversary today? We do? Huge. You and I. Yep. What is it? January 20... I don't know. It is January 24th. Have no idea. 2019. 2019. And you, you can't no think of anything? No. Okay. So apparently both the listeners of the podcast and the viewers of Facebook Live are all going to have to wait till the end of the show to find oh. out what anniversary Amy is totally blitzed out on. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. It's not our wedding anniversary. Okay. And I have two things. One, it's a big anniversary that you're not aware of. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I'm all right. The other one is New York City just set another record for this country. And I'll what? show you what that is at the end of the show for the distraction of the day. And then I think, are you kind of excited about the honoring news? Yes, I am. Oh, so I'm we so like excited. To this, positive is so, this is so awesome. Yes. Yes, it is. And... I want to show everybody. Here is young Caitlin Ohashi. She's the cutie. Look at this. Look at her. And she Because you were also a gymnast. Yes, not at all in any, I mean, I would not be, could not wipe their bar grips yeah, with the but, amount of talent and, you know, amazingness that, but I do love it. I do well, love it. And I want to encourage people, you want to watch that video because it's, it's wicked cool. She is adorable. She's uh, got a very creative song arrangement and, okay, so- she got a perfect 10. She, she goes to UCLA. 10. She plans on doing the same routine all the way through the NCAA Well, yeah. Nationals. You get a 10 on it. Of course you want to keep going. But here's kind of one of the interesting things. Yeah. So back, I think, in 2013, she actually beat Simone Biles in a, com in a competition. Yeah. Now, Simone is a hometown girl. She, yeah. Her gym Houston. was like super-duper close. Yeah, super-duper so, close. So, but injuries and then body image issues Aww. deterred Ohashi 
from ever competing at an Olympic level. She says that she has found more peace and joy from competing alongside the UCLA athletics team. So I thought that is way to go, girl. That she found she's gotten in her yeah. groove and she actually understands. You know, I do think that especially as girls get older, gymnast girls especially, because yeah. gymnast girls that takes a lot of power to do what they're doing. So yeah. their legs are are bigger. Strong. And then what you asked me one time, why are all the gymnasts so young? And one of the reasons why they're so young is a the longer you're in gymnastics, I'm sorry, it just takes a wear and tear on you. Your body just starts breaking down, and your whole when you start growing, then your whole alignment, your balance yeah. and everything gets all off and everything. And so this girl, I mean, she could have, you know, who knows why, you know, she had the, the body image stuff that she had. But I'm so glad that she conquered that and she conquered she that did. 10. That's and amazing. she rocked it and she's Woo-hoo. already up to 29 million views. Yes. It is so nutty how the internet can do that in these days. Now I just feel like an old man. Hey, don't forget, check us out at smalleyinstitute.com because we have... The very special Get Your Relationship Back in Shape online experience. It's $2. Come and, on. and actually, everybody, you guys have been doing an awesome job. We appreciate that for everyone who's purchased it already. Um, it's and been all cool. the shares. It's been a great, too. yeah, it's been a yeah. great response. So you can, you know, if you like the podcast, we, we try to do this every day. We totally didn't do it yesterday. I did my dad's <laughs> video the day before that. So this has been more of an off week, but. This is a daily thing, Monday through Friday, Monday through and Friday. we enjoy doing it and appreciating all the reviews. And then if you have a question, so tomorrow is our Friday listener question day, mm-hmm. and so we have a we have a and a hotline, and you can call 903-392-0975. That number is also on this episode's page. And you can leave us a voicemail, and then we take those, and we play them on Fridays. And, and, and remember, don't call. And then say, don't use my voice. Well, that was the last lady. Well, well I mean, I like then it. how do they email then? If they don't want their voice. Smallinstitute.com. Okay, smallinstitute.com. If you don't want to, if you don't want your you know, voice, but if it's, you know what? He can get over it. We, he can read your, we, he can read the transcripts. And I'll and honor do, your request. That's right. You need to not honor our viewers. We just appreciate you. Yes. So, okay. We're, we're, okay. we're talking about Let's the anatomy it. of trust because one of our friends Maggie Russell, who may or may not, you need to. Ha- I need to grab my phone here because yeah. I don't know who's. I don't watching. really do. I, yeah, I totally are we forgot. on? What's going on? No, we are. Yeah, no. But Maggie sent us some homework because we're yeah. going to be spending some time getting organized, getting healthy. Uh, we've shared before. We're in the process at the very beginning of planting a church, and that gets you under attack. Yes. So we definitely. have been trying to kill each other lately, in full disclosure. <laughs> but um, but we're here. That's right. And we are not quitters. And we're so yep. Maggie is gonna be a big part just yeah. of and helping so she and sent us this video, which I had heard about Brene Brown and I'd actually talked to talked it and this had been on my radar, this trust video. Um it's not actually called trust. What is it called? It's called anatomy. I mean, it might even call, be called anatomy of trust. Hold on. I, I think it's so. called Yep, it is. It's anatomy of trust. I You're did it. Right. Yeah. So this is super cool. And you need to come, you need to look at it. It's really not even that long. It's like maybe 30 minutes. So yeah, it's like twenty. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but we're gonna give you the highlights. Yeah, we're going. Go ahead. Let's do highlights. Uh oh, and they couldn't hear when the YouTube video was playing. Dang. Well, just so you know, it was really cool. You can look at that too. Well, they could hear the YouTube thing. They just couldn't hear us talking. Oh, gotcha. So okay, that was a long clip too for us not to be heard. Sorry about that. But um, 
We're talking about the anatomy of trust. Dr. Brene Brown, who has exploded onto the circuit. Social scientist. She's yeah. amazing. Brilliant. She's kind of one of those freakishly smart people. Yeah, well, she has questions, and then she goes to the research to basically figure it out. But then she has such a great way of bringing it home and bringing it into her own life and using her own source. I mean, it's it's she's, she's good. And I she's love, good. it feels like, and I could be wrong, so I'm not wanting to judge, and it's a positive thing. Be a positive judgment? Is that a thing? But yeah. she seems like an apprehensive presenter. Like she's yeah. a good presenter. Yes. But I enjoy her spirit is not like she's not a megalomaniac. No, no, she's not. And it's everything is in a positive way. Um, everything is presented presented in a positive Kind way. And, yeah. And, and almost empathic. Yeah. So we we really do encourage you to watch this. All right. So trust. All right. Anatomy of trust. First, the big thing that we have to learn if we're trying to build trust or ignite trust or, you know, even just bring trust in is that we, we got to stop thinking of trust in the sense of the big catastrophic, the big, oh, you're turning it on now. Sorry. In I the, tried to turn on our Facebook live so I could be cool like him and look at our people. So sorry, I won't do it. Trust sorry. is built in the small moments. Yes. That's like rule number one is stop trying to do some grand gesture to either earn trust or to try to build trust. Trust really comes down to listening and paying attention to the to the person that you're with mm-hmm. and noticing are they having a good day, a, a hard day? Are well, they crying? Are they is there something, is there a moment that you can interact in? I think for me, trust is built in the little moments when you are you're paying attention to something that's important to the other person. Someone, something that someone has said that, hey, this is really. Not only is it like a love language of, oh yeah, this is how you can show that show me that you love me, but also that you care about the things or that you can make things a priority that are a priority to me. Like, oh, I don't know, parking in a certain way or something like that. I mean, I you know, trusting a person means that you make. They're things that are important to them. You you want to trust someone, and it builds trust when we're able to do those little things. Well, and you prioritize the things that matter to your spouse or to the right. other person. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Can I tell you one of the little things I've done? I don't see. This is the thing. I think about things that bug you, and then I try not to do them, and then I don't know if you actually like follow up and go, "Oh, wow, that was really great." Oh. Um. Do you notice anything in the shower lately that is not there? I've stopped showering. So <laughs> okay, I'm not so a very you clean are the person, boy anymore. You are the thing that is yeah, not in uh, the shower. No. Something in the shower. I, I, uh, hair? Yes. I have noticed that. Yeah, and it is not because I've been, I, it's not because I haven't been losing my hair. So you're not showering anymore. <laughs> There's no, no, I am showering. But I mean, you used to always, and it's it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know in why. Sense, no. When you have long hair, it does. A lot of it just falls off and it just gets all over everything. It gets all in the shower, it gets all on the floor when you're drying your hair. And, and I have all. a freaky and hair you thing. don't like that. You're like, oh my gosh, that looks like a spider or something going on in there. In the drain. And it's even in the drain, but you oh, don't like it. Nauseous. <laughs> but I would let you know, I've been trying to take that hair and to yeah. put it in the trash and <laughs> throw it so away. Bad. So I'm just letting you know, that was one of the little things. Anyway, okay, so that's about trust, the little things. By the way, Azel Field says, good morning from very hot South Africa. 
So we I have know, a South African friend seasons there. watching. Thank you so much on Facebook Live. So uh, you got to focus when it comes to trust on the little things and do a bunch of those, right? The other part here is betrayal. Mm. So betrayal is really, and I, I thought this was a really interesting take on betrayal. Mm-hmm. To choose not to connect when the opportunity is there is a moment of betrayal. Whoa. So we usually think of it's an affair. Mm-hmm. Or I was lied to, but really, it's about not taking advantage of opportunities that you can connect. Yeah, and how that might look is, you know, say you've, say you guys have, maybe you and your spouse or you and your friend or something, you've had a a rough time, and then what happens when you see each other the next time? You know, and you don't offer forgiveness or you don't offer reconciliation. You're supposed to. We're supposed to be all good. But I'm afraid still that you might be still upset or I might still be upset. And so we miss an opportunity to connect, which I think it is. It's a different different betrayal. It's just a negative way of saying you missed an opportunity, but... To call it betrayal is whoo, Brene. Well, that's I, kind of a that's kind of harsh. I but think it comes it comes down to those are really important missed moments. Yeah, and it kind of betrays the relationship in the sense of well, we missed that moment. We could have connected, and and instead we missed it, and we didn't, and we're betraying the intimacy that mm-hmm. a relationship can have. And just so you know, so you don't feel alone, okay. feel empathize with. Crystal, she has the same hair issues. <laughs> Does she have short hair though? It I don't know. I'm trying to see Crystal, her little. Do you icon. have short hair? I need I to know. know. Because if you have short hair, it makes it a lot easier to get even people with like curly hair. I mean, there's something about even, you know, I, I don't know. Looks like she might have curly hair. Yeah. See? Yeah, maybe know. hair issues just, is a female thing. I mean, maybe yeah, all women's hair just about falls it, out. Oh well, yeah, it's the opposite. You guys usually you don't, but like if you lost your hair, you just shave it all off. Oh. But so your hair issues are, you know, that I have it and don't want you it. Have it. <laughs> That you that you have it and it just and then you just go like where did it go it disappeared and with women we may say that but we know where it appeared it appeared in the drain <laughs> and it just keeps coming back and by the way Crystal has long hair oh see see Crystal okay there see. you go yeah. so here's the definition of trust that Brene Brown gives trust is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. Vol- I, yeah, when she said that the first time, I had to like really rewind it. And I'm so glad that you paused at that place, at that place of vulnerable to the actions of someone else. So when I make, when I tell you, I will say that is so me because I have a really hard time. And this is something that we're going to kind of go in and, and at, Maggie actually asked us, which one of these do we, do we have the most problems with? And, and I think for me to trust someone with a need that I have, a lot of times I won't do it. And the reason why I won't do it is because, A, I feel like then if they don't do it, then what? Does that mean that they don't like me? Does it mean they don't care about me? So Does that mean that they don't love me? Being rejected right. or unimportant, right. devalued. Or or if I say something and I and I put myself out there and I put myself vulnerable to say, hey, could you do this X, Y, and Z? And then if they don't do it or this is that they don't do it, it bothers me, or they do it not to my expectations. Uh, then like I don't ask you to make the bed a lot of times. Oh. Why? 
because I'm terrible at it. Because you, although you're so much better now, I actually do ask you to make the bed. I've now, gotten better over the but, years. But being, but there's a part of I don't ask you a lot of time, like cleaning the floors. Don't ask people to do a lot of times. I, maybe there is there's just the dry you're run. Comfortable on your hands and knees with a toothbrush. <laughs> Not hands and knees, but I mean, I mean, yes, on hands and knees. But I mean, with maybe uh, a washcloth. You, or something, I was like, you're I right. think I saw you doing that yesterday. Yeah, the hands and knees with the washcloth because because one of my girlfriends says that she she spilled something in our in our on you know in the living room and I didn't see it so I thought well I better get down there and actually like clean it up yeah. so anyway so yes so trusting someone oh trust is choosing to make something important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else wow. yeah because what what that means is you could get let down but yes. if you want to have a good, healthy amount of trust in the relationship, you got to risk that. Mm -hmm. And then you want to keep coming back and risking it. Right. You don't ever want to quit. Right. Just because it doesn't go according to plan, then you got to you gotta maybe do some self-care yeah. and then come back to the table. Yeah. Trust, here's a great quote, trust is like a marble jar. You share those hard stories and those hard things that are happening to you with friends who over time you filled up their marble jar. They've done thing after thing after thing where you can, where you know you can trust this person. So they've been putting in a lot of marbles mm -hmm. into your jar. We often think trust is built by grand gestures at crucial moments in our lives, but trust is typically built with simplicity and mm -hmm. small actions. It's very clear. Trust is built in very small moments. Love so that. So do not misunderstand that, people. Do the little things and do them consistently. And then number four here, distrust. So basically, distrust starts happening. What I have shared with you that's important to me is not safe with you. So I'm giving you information. And in the video, she gives the example of her daughter who yeah. shared some stuff at school. Then right. by the time she got back to class, all the kids are laughing at her. Yeah, because I know. And it's we have sad. those moments where yeah. we share something with somebody, and then they share it with somebody else. You want to be a vault. I'm, that's right. I'm oh, not a good Yeah, vault. which... Is one of okay, so then she goes into braving and what is trust, and she uses the acronym of braving. And um, we have them all on here, so they're all going to be on the website. They're very, in a sense, they're very intuitive of mm. you know of what you would think of when you think about trusting. What are they? B boundaries, um, you have to keep yours and, and mine. So, being able to understand what well, it is but you that you have boundaries and then you right. keep them for both, like myself and you. Yeah. So if you go, hey, I don't want you to do this, then trust is built when I respect that boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Reliability. That's valid and reliable. You do what you say you're going to do over and over again. Reliability to me means that you say what you're going to do and then you, you follow you through. Say. Yes. And then you, you follow you through with it. Yes. Accountability. A. So we've done B-R-A. Accountability. When you make a mistake, you own it, apologize for it, and make amends. That's a big thing that trust... It's okay, people. Trust is earned. Yes. So just because you're married or just because they're your kid doesn't mean we have to trust each other. No, trust is something that is the result of a relationship that is accountable. I love that she added make amends because I think that sometimes when you own it and you apologize for it, but you don't ever make amends, it's like, did you really mean that? Did you really mean you're sorry? You might not have. Yeah. Like if you don't and, ever, and you're it, like, hey, it, I'm so sorry. I don't ever. 
And then there's then nothing you do done it again repair. and again and again. Did you were you really sorry for it? But the making amends and making sometimes when we make amends, sometimes maybe our expectation of what those amends are like. I want you to never, ever, ever do that again. Well, that might be an over the top issue. You know, might be something unrealistic. And if it does feel like what someone's asking for, or um, or what someone is saying is over the top, that's when you might want to ask someone else and say, is this too much for me to ask? Or is this too much a realistic thing for me to say that I'm going to do? You know, when I say I'm never going to betray you again. Well, Am I being fair and reasonable? Right. With exactly. this, with this thing. Right. Uh, v is for vault. That's what you were talking about. Yeah. Got to be a vault. Somebody shares something with you. Don't be gossiping. Don't be sharing yeah. it with everybody else. I'm just going to give a general rule for people in my life. Don't share stuff with me <laughs> because I have <laughs> every intent to keep it in the vault, but, but my that- vault is a little rusty. There's some leakiness in it. Well, and there are times where I don't even, I, I completely forget. It's not like a, ooh, I want to gossip. It's just, well, I and I think and I that sometimes stuff. we say things like okay. surprise birthday parties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell me. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be at your party later. Oh my on. gosh. No. Oh my gosh. That was so David. He was like, oh my gosh, mom's getting ready for your party. <laughs> no, that was Hank Wakey. Kirsten no, no, no. It was, it, no, 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 no. It was, no, it was David first. Well, David first and then Hank. And called. then I was like, oh. <laughs> and you know, it's great. I definitely started suspecting because you, when did you do this? My last birthday. Yeah. I think. And I didn't I, make. I still like. I kind of thought. Yeah. And then our doorbell, our Vivint doorbell, yes. kept going off, and I'm like, "What in the so, world?" Yeah, Vivint, you're that not, not a vault. Good, yeah, Vivint is it's definitely not, not a, a vault. vault. I guess they're not supposed to be. Well, yeah. So okay, we're doing braving integrity. Okay. I is for integrity. Act from a place of integrity. Encourage me to do the same. Oh, okay. When I was thinking about this, I thought about you know. Girls kind of do sometimes gossip about each other or say things about each other, say, oh, well, she's just mm, whatever it is. And when I don't stop that, when I don't change the subject or when I basically rally into that, then I am damaging that. Not only am I doing a gossiping, but I'm also I'm. I'm establishing mistrust within that person. I can remember one time, to be honest, full disclosure, um, this has been a while, but um, Aaron, our sister, my sister-in-law, your, our sister-in-law. Are we about to start um, a family feud? No, 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 because this is a good thing. So Aaron actually told me one time, you know what, there was, there's this girl that I was reaching out to and befriending and stuff, and she warned me. She said, look, I'm just going to let you know, I don't know if this person is going to be a vault or, you know, she's going to be the person of integrity that you're going to want. And, and this may backfire on you. This friendship may backfire. I was like, Oh my gosh, you can't tell me who to be friends with. She was warning me. Yeah. Trying. Well, guess what? I got bit in the bottom. The the biggest I've probably ever gotten bit in the bottom by not taking her advice in that. And and so I think that when we act with integrity, it means that it establishes a trust of I'm not if if you know, say I I'm having problems with one of my girlfriends and and I do it in such a way that dishonors her. 
and it, not just talking about my feelings, but really dishonoring her, then the person that's listening to it, okay, that person is going to maybe validate some of those same same feelings or whatever. But it also, in the end, what it, and this is what it did for me, I thought, oh my, I'm feeling really validated now by you dissing this person, dissing this girl, but what are you saying about me when behind my back? And so that integrity issue was huge. And oh, I think it's a really big deal. That'll break down a relationship. Yeah quickly. Yeah. N is for non-judgment. So I can fall apart and struggle and ask for help without being judged. So again, it's if you want to increase the trust in your relationship, then you got to decrease the judging or the condemnation. You know, can can your spouse, can your child, can that significant friend, can they come to you and share something and then not get, you know, torn apart? Yeah, absolutely. Cuz then they're not going to come, especially with your kids. Man, if your That's kids, true. you know, it's really sad sometimes where parents will really blow this. And and my mom, because my dad was gone a lot, but my mom did a great job with this. I could go to her with anything mm -hmm. and yeah. she wouldn't freak out. So I could ask anything and it might be a freaky question. I don't know if your mother would freak out about anything. If no. somebody was, uh, well, I mean, I'm just thinking, no, what would she get really, really upset? Well, she would be in fear. Now that she would freak out about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the only thing I think your mom would freak out about. But anyway, okay. G, G is for generosity. If you assume the most generous things about my words, intentions, and behavior, so basically the benefit, benefit of the doubt, doubt. Yep. and then check in with me. So- I like how she puts that though as generosity. Mm -hmm. So, because uh, we always talk about give the benefit, benefit of the, the doubt, doubt and right. it, that is being generous. It is. It definitely is because the generosity taken to you know taken to an extreme. I love it. She says and check in with me. Um, so that and check in with me means that do you feel like my generosity, you know, that I am being generous, or do you feel like that you're being generous back to me? And that all goes back to that accountability. And now we go back through them all. But yeah, no, awesome, Brene Brown. Yes, Way thank to go. you. And thank just you, to remind Maggie. you, smallinstitute.com, and we will have a link straight to her video. She does awesome work. And we have arrived to the distraction of the day. Yes. So what is it? I mentioned I at the beginning of the show that there's a very big anniversary. I asked you. Yes. If you knew, and you can't come up with I anything. I do not know what it is. That is. It was your sister's birthday, Carrie, the other day. It's the 35th. <laughs> it is the 35th anniversary of the Macintosh computer. Oh. Today, how would I? Yeah, the I didn't Mac. have. I though. Hello. I will tell you. Do you, do they have a picture up? Can you see it? Yeah, can they, they can see, see it? it. Okay, I will say Melissa Isaac. Actually, my roommate in college, she actually had one very very similar to that. I had that one, and I would play, play Tetris on. Yeah, <laughs> no, I had that one, and that thing changed my life when I saw and and I don't know. I think they're getting audio from it, but when I saw, I'll go back to this. When I saw this commercial, yes. this was during a Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl's coming up, and I'm kind of hoping that Apple might, uh, you know, Relaunch do something. this one? But do you remember this one? No. Let's let it load. Here we go. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification directives. Secure from the pests, obeying contradictory rules. Yeah. 
more powerful a weapon than any fleet or army on earth. We are one people, one will, one resolve, one cause. Our enemies shall talk themselves to death, and we will fire them with them. Oh, she, and what does she do? She she breaths. hurls that sledgehammer thing to the screen, and it destroys and blows it all up because we're breaking the the status quo. IBM, Xerox, they're going down, <laughs> and they did. And I've been an Apple dude ever all since. All right, there you go. I'm sorry I didn't. Thirty fifth anniversary. Yeah, you didn't way even to go. Remember. And then lastly here. In, oh yeah, in New York. In what, New York, what kind of record did they break? Yeah, in New York City. They actually sold a penthouse oh. for $238 million. That's ridiculous. What in the flip and flip? That is ridiculous. Really? Does someone it's really some, need that? Okay, yeah. really. It's some billionaire it, well, from Illinois. Well, apparently Miss Beezit or whatever the whatever that guy, remember that millionaire dude, the Google oh, guy? What? Uh, Bezos. Bezos, yeah. I was like, I know Rick Beezit. <laughs> yes, sorry, guys. Who we love. Yeah, we love them. Yes, Michelle, love her. No, but uh, no, that, like, she could buy that, I guess, with all her fancy money. Yeah, she she's probably gonna, would be able to. She's going to be able to have. I don't know. Setting all the wrong records, people. Wrong let's set, records. Let's set records for trust. And the most giving and generous. And the most giving. And, and the most serving. And non-judgmental. Those and are the integrity. Kind of, those are the records I want, bro.